This is a download from BFM 89.9, the business station. It's coming up to 38 minutes past 8 a.m. on this Tuesday, August 28th. Lots of eights there, very ong day. I'm Tan Chung Han with me, Ku Su Chuang and Joyce Go. Thank you so much for tuning in to the morning run. Hope you are braving the slight drizzle there, at least for those of you who are driving around the Banda Utama area right now. Uh, now, moving on, uh, recently, Prime Minister Tun Dr. Mahathir Mohamad said that Malaysia would ratify the Comprehensive and Progressive Agreement for Trans-Pacific Partnership, also known as CPTPP. Now, to discuss the likely implications for Malaysia, on the line now we have Firdaus Rosli, Director at the Institute of Strategic and International Studies. Good morning, Firdaus. Now, real quick, right off the bat, what do you make of the Prime Minister's announcement and what do you make of the rationale for Malaysia staying on with the CPTPP? Hey, good morning, Han. Um, okay, I think, first and foremost, um, uh, I think behind closed doors, uh, this is probably one of the uh, most critical issues highlighted by the Prime Minister, uh, because this um, certainly would require a high degree of consultation with various stakeholders. And when I say stakeholders, it doesn't re- really mean uh, with um, NGOs, uh, experts, etc., but also with um, our own negotiators, as well as other parties or other countries who are participating in the CPTPP as well. So, you know, there is no one single uh, outlet for the Prime Minister to get uh, information from as far as CPTPP is concerned. So I think this is probably done, you know, a lot more than what we think uh, behind closed doors. Um, having said that, I think uh, the government doesn't want to rock the boat too much. It's a, it's a very broad issue. And, um, of course, if uh, there is an announcement on it, then the government, or, or rather the onus on the government to explain, is uh, much larger. And um, and the, the critical thing that I have to say here is that uh, if the government is in a position to explain the government's position on the CPTPP, it will probably mirror what was already uh, been said by the previous government uh, as far as uh, government, proc- government procurement, SOE, uh, workers' rights, uh, uh, you know, ISDS, etc. So there, there won't be much variation with the explanation done by the current government rather than the previous government. So you know that can be a little bit tricky, and um, perhaps this is not really a party, posi- party position per se. This is the government position, and uh, it has. I, I believe that the government has gone through a tremendous amount of work in reaching an agreement uh, because. Uh, because I personally have been following this issue quite, for quite some, some time now, and I, I've never seen uh, the level of work that we have seen in, in government coming up with a position uh, in years, perhaps even decades. Uh, Ferdows, sorry, sorry to cut you there. I just wanted to check with you. Uh, Professor Jomo, a member of the PM's Council of Eminent Persons, has called for Malaysia to withdraw gracefully from the trade deal, citing additional risks to uh, participating in the agreement. Do you think his concerns are, are warranted? Well, uh, he's a very respected um, analyst, um, uh, academician as well, uh, an economist. And uh, I think that... Um, of course, there are there are valid concerns uh, with regards to whatever that uh, was explained by Professor Mo, as well as uh, others who uh, in the in the other side of the divide. And um, I think, all in all, there are risks in everything that we do, um, as far as getting rid getting rid of the GSP, 
um, uh, sing, uh, trying to single out Chinese investments, etc. So I wouldn't say that CPTPP is the is the only one that carries a lot of risk per se, because you know government will have to address many of these things uh, simultaneously anyway. So, um, but unlike many other explanations out there, I think as far as uh, ISIS Malaysia's uh, national interest analysis study uh, is concerned, we have said and we are will continue to say that this is not entirely about them. This is all about us. What exactly do we want to achieve here? You know, where where do we want the where do we want to bring the country to? So as far as government procurement is concerned, what sort of transparency requirement do we do we want to adhere to? Feroz, what kind of valid risks was Professor uh, Jomo referring to in his um, analysis? I'm sorry, say again? What kind, of valid, what kind of valid risks did Professor Jomo, um, what, what kind of risks was he uh, referring to? Well, uh, he mentioned a couple of things. Um, one is the, is the notion that um, there is uh, uh, an avenue for uh, foreign companies uh, to go to dispute with uh, sovereign governments um, on uh, as far as ISDS is concerned, settlement. And um, yes, um, but however, this is not something new. Um, this is uh, ISDS has, has been in the system for for decades now, um, and the government of Malaysia has also been sued um, before. So it is not entirely new, and there are many ways for us to address this anyway. And um, as far as um, the whole ISDS is concerned, we have to look into what would it mean for our uh, policy-making and judiciary system. You know, there will not be much... We, we can expect very little flip-flops uh, as far as uh, awarding of um, contracts to foreign entities, for example. Now, Fridaos, uh, those were perhaps some of the risks to the downside. What about the upside here? Because earlier you mentioned that as far as ISIS Malaysia, that's the Institute of Strategic and International Studies, as far as you guys are concerned, uh, there is plenty of potential here for Malaysia to carve out what it wants. What does Malaysia want? What does Malaysia stand to benefit from the CPTPP as we know it right now? I think um, it is similar to what uh, inspired under the TPP. Uh, under the TPP as well. Because, again, as I mentioned earlier, this is not about them, this is about us. So, you know, we, we talk a lot, a lot about um, corruption, uh, the lack of transparency, uh, the lack of uh, governance as far as um, GLC is concerned. We have heard a lot about 1MDB, etc. So um, there's no one single initiative that will address many of these things in a wholesale manner. So this is the answer to all that. So, um, like, um, under government procurement, for example, it starts all the way from tender to advertisement, all the way to tender tendering uh, procedures. And everything is, is um, out there. Um, as far as um, workers' rights concerned, we have to address many of these things, as far as the ILO uh, conventions are concerned as well. So, you know, they, they are, uh, you know, all of these reform initiatives are part under one banner. And this is what... Um, CPTPP, or rather the, the old TPP is all about formulation. Right, and uh, I'm sure you'll keep us posted as we uh, continue this journey towards ratifying the CPTPP. Thank you so much for your time and your insights. That was Firdaos Rosli, Director at the Institute of Strategic and International Studies. It's uh, coming up to um, uh, 8 
8.46am right now. In just a bit, we'll take a look at the top business stories of the day. So stay tuned right here to BFM 89.9. Thank you for listening to this podcast. To find more great interviews, go to bfm.my or find us on iTunes. BFM 89.9, The Business Station.